0: When life throws you a curveball, how are you going to handle adversity? Welcome to the Fearless Mindset Podcast, where you're about to go on a journey as I interview security, business, and entertainment leaders on what it takes to stay fearless. I'm your host, Mark Ludlow, and enjoy today's episode. What has been the highlight of your experience as an executive protection agent, as a lady in this industry? What's been the biggest highlight of meeting a certain person? or?
1: Experience. I would say children. I never children. really um I've done teenagers, like they're the worst. They just try to ditch you, and then you're like, crap, do I have a job still? But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I, think, I would say like girls might like children that are like my daughter's age, you know, that really kind of Uh, I wouldn't say like hit home to me, but it really put a whole new perspective in uh, in a term meaning um, my daughters, they know I carry a gun. They know that guns are in my house. They know the safety procedures of guns. They know that, uh, they know my background. But when you're protecting a little girl or a little boy that age, their world is a bubble. No violence would ever hurt them. So a gun is very scary to them. So, and they're touchy grabby and everything else where my kids know that my gun is on me and what really uh, put it in perspective. So I, I guess what it, different ways to carry. So I had to figure out how to carry and not scare my principal because um, the other agents were screwing the all up all the time. There were There was a bunch of other kids as well. And, one of the kids accidentally grabbed the agent's um, gun and freaked out. So I was like, you know, that's absolutely eye opener for me because I never really thought about your principal or a kid coming in and grabbing me or touching me because the adults, they don't do that to us. You know, teenagers don't do that. But like kids at 10, if they're scared and their mom's not there or something's not there and they know I'm the protector. so. They they have the possibility of grabbing my gun, and that's when I had to figure out how to carry different ways off body and making sure that they felt secure and safe as well as I did. I'd never wanted to, I never wanted to scare them ever because my job was to be their protector. But it was just it was just two different worlds to like put it in perspective. I
0: yeah. What do you carry? Being a woman, where do you prefer to carry? Because we're <laughs> Oh, there, okay. Appendix. In front, of the, in front of the pan, okay.
1: Yeah. If, if I can carry appendix, depending on my, my wardrobe outfit or selection, uh, I will do appendix. Uh, if not, then I'll put it on my hip. And I usually Either. carry, yeah, I usually carry the uh, P365 Spectre Comp. And then depending on if it's like winter or um bulkier clothes, I'll do like my P320 if I need to. Okay. If I feel like I need a bigger gun. But so far, um, the Spectre Comp is great. I love Sig. Okay, and people are like, "Oh, I'm Glock." Okay, that's great, but I can't reach the trigger on a Glock. Okay, you guys, um, I have the tiniest hands, so I, I go to Sig because I could reach the trigger on a Sig. Uh, and the okay. Sig P365, not the first gen, not the um, Gen One, but if you get a P365 XL, the trigger component is has a serial number, so you can change it into an XL a Spectre Comp, and the Macro. So I have three different styles of guns that I can choose to carry when I go out. Uh, And that's basically what I I need. And then I put the P320 on there and see if I need to carry, you know, a little larger.
0: So when you're moving around, it's just easier to have that smaller thing on your side. Is there a reason why you don't like to put it in your back? You just take longer to reach?
1: Longer to reach uncomfortable okay. for me longer to reach uncomfortable for me um and when I'm sitting like this I'm definitely like if I'm like crunched over or anything um I'm, I'm printing a lot and like uh, and that really concerns me and okay. I just it, you know and, and honesty I don't really practice much carrying it in the back so I don't know if I would be very confident carrying it like mm, that good point um, but <laughs> mainly I practice, um, I just got, uh, ambassador with, um, Jesse James handbags. So I practice, oh, nice. yeah. So I practice a lot with their handbags and then, um, I'm working with, uh, urban cheek they are bulletproof purses. So I'm working Both with me. that company because if the way that that is designed, it would be perfect for some of these details that I work with, like the little kids, Because I can wear that and uh, on top of that, it becomes a shield. I love, I love Mm. the concept of that, you know, I mean. You are demonstrating it at the SHOT Show, weren't you? I was. I was like, I can't believe they make this. I mean, I know they do it in backpacks and I know they do it in other things, but I was like, this is kind of a really nice concept with a purse. And I really would want, a lot of people asked me to do more videos on it. And so I've been talking to them. About sending me a bag so I can do videos and showcase it. Uh, I'd like to showcase it with my 10-year-old daughter at the range, which will be cool. So you, that you guys can actually see, you know, what I what I would use it for. I mean, I know that people are like, oh, use it for yourself. I'm sorry, I just I already made that mindset up that I'm gonna protect right. either my principal or my kids. That's just my mindset already.
0: What was that week like for you in Vegas? Was it just nuts? <laughs> oh
1: my god i you know what i'm gonna post a picture and you i had a camera crew following me um or oh you did yeah did you have to hire them um they've been yeah they they're really good to me <laughs> they've been with me for a while which i'm very uh fortunate to be with them but they you know, when you have a camera crew there and you're, you're, it's like bingo, you're checking off. Did we talk to this person? Did we get to this? Did we do a video? Did we, and you're all over the place. And then you're walking to your next destination and people are stopping you and you're like, hi, and you don't want to be rude to them, but you're like, hey, I got to go over here. So not only do you have to go and say hi to your people that have partnered with you, then now you have like after parties and then now you have meetings in between and you're just like, Oh, my gosh. And my kids are upstairs. (laughs) You know, they're upstairs in the hotel. Who knows doing what with my 10-year-old babysitting them. (laughs) And I just... And not only that, between like meetings and stuff, my production crew goes into my hotel room. And we're looking and we're trying to get things blasted out as fast as we can, like pictures to people and videos. And I'm... There's a picture of me with my production crew in my hotel Planning all of this out because we plan this out two months in advance. We're going to see what we're going to do, map it out. And that's just why people don't understand. You could say, I'm lucky. Oh my God, this is great that you did it. No, but behind the scenes, what I do to get where I'm at takes a lot of hard work. I mean, constantly emailing people back, constantly talking to people, setting up meetings, networking, 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 networking is huge. Uh, that's the best thing I could say to anybody. If you want to do something, put the hard work in and network because, oh, and have a good work ethic and integrity because that will get you so far, very, very far. Oh, and the number one thing too, be humble, always be humble. That's huge. Totally huge. But yeah, I mean, that's, that was Vegas. I was exhausted. It was like almost doing a detail for like 30 days. It was (laughs) like a train hit me. And it was, great. I mean, I, you have to be on that whole entire time. All the time. I mean, as soon as I got into the hotel, I was like, oh, I just want to drink wine. I sound like an alcoholic, but I'm really not. I just love my wine.
0: <laughs> what's your, what's your, what is your, are you a, Pino or, a Pinot or? A Pinot. I love, uh, oh, I love okay. a, a Pinot Noir a is my favorite. What brand do you like the most?
1: Any Russian river. I like a Russian really? river. Um Tooth and Meal, it has a good one that I like. Okay. Um, And then uh, Russian River, I would have to say, is my favorite so far right now.
0: Russian River, that's Northern California. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I love them. So, if you're hearing that Russian River, I mean, I'll definitely be drinking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, But people that have no concept to how much work you did that week, they have no idea. Like, me running a podcast, lining up the guests booking up at the studio, it's time-intensive scheduling. And then like you do production in your hotel room to release the stuff out. And this is nonstop. You have to be on for 12 hours a day. And then the after parties, they go see your clients at the after party and make an appearance, do video, videos and pictures. Boom, boom, boom. Probably what, two, three after after parties each night?
1: Yeah. And I mean, wardrobe selection is huge too. Like, mean, because here's the thing like i have an image and i want to maintain that image so you have to like make sure that what day are you wearing this what day are you doing this it's almost like when you go to ep like you have to go mentor your you have to um uh blend in with your client or whatever it is but like when i do like events like that i want to make sure that it's like consistent like i'm constantly consistent with everything just like the close protection conference same thing i was bombarded, like here here, here oh, oh my gosh <laughs> I think I slept for like three days after that <laughs> yeah I saw
0: you there for a minute and then you got you got devoured by a crowd oh, and I'm my like, oh there's Get Renee me. and we I think we made eye contact and then next thing you know Byron was pulled me to be on the podcast with him and I think you're next yeah and then I'm a, and then I came down with a flu that I checked out and I was down at the uh the Palms Casino Resort in my room for nine days with the influenza Bravo. Oh, I was yeah. stuck there. I was sick for that, and, and you guys, you were have parties. You had meetings to go to. Oh my, people God, were it would have been wanting to do. It, you got a lot of business out of that, didn't you?
1: I did. I, I really, truly did. And, and I'm super grateful and blessed. And again, what I I would have to say to people is networking. I would not have been able to do any of that if I didn't have a presence on LinkedIn. A lot of people were hitting me up. They're like, oh my God, I follow you on LinkedIn. Um, I've been wanting to meet you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's a pleasure to meet you. And I'm like, I hope I'm following you back because if I'm not, that's really rude. Uh, <laughs> but, and then I would be talking to somebody and then they're like, I'm so sorry, Renee, I don't want to interrupt you, but I need you to um, go meet this first step. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, from one thing to another and running back and forth. And I was just like, wow but yes i gained so much work out of that um my year is pretty much getting filled up which is nice
0: so i'd fill you up just by showing up yeah making connections there at the closed protected conference that showed up a shout out to the board chuck randolph and the board members of that for doing that this year i think there was more vendors there this year than any other year and they had to they'd say, say they had the big record turnout but Shout out to him and what he does leading leading that. That's a volunteer army there.
1: Yeah, Sorry. I mean that was the first time that I've attended that uh, conference, and I will definitely be doing it again if I'm not working. It was it was such great times to meet uh, other female in- uh, people that are in the industry or women that are in the industry, um, as well as meet the people that I really wanted to meet. I really my goal for the close protection was to go overseas. I wanted to go overseas a lot more and I wanted to travel more this year. And so far it's looking like I accomplished my goals. <laughs> so I am pretty stoked about that.
0: Oh, Terry, you've booked some inter- international stuff already.
1: Yeah, I'm working on that right now. Yeah.
0: But congratulations to you.
1: Wow. And so I'm pretty That's stoked about that. Yeah. I liked, I liked doing international. Um, I just when I was going to go do it again, I ended up being pregnant. So I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to have to put things on hold. And then as soon as I delivered the twins, COVID hit. So I was like, oh man, can I catch a break here?
0: Yeah, COVID just slapped everybody. It just mm-hmm. it just of the industry. But it, from what I'm hearing in our workload right now, it's blowing up right now. If the industry is taking off. We have five ops for next week alone in the second week of February.
1: It's insane. And, and
0: January slowed down a little bit. But we definitely see the uptick going on with the clientele that we have that we service nationwide. is definitely picking up. And we have a team that keeps me going. I, that's why I'm able to do this with my phone blown up. Since Renee and I have been on this podcast, like, oh, that's my account and He's up for my tax returns. So I kind <laughs> of get back to him. And then I have my team self cast with Chris Secker that helped push the podcast. And then, you know, when he's getting ready to go fly international, I got to ask you, Renee, what do you think of flying private jet? Is it comfortable? Or is it just inconvenience?
1: It's got its pros and it's got It's cons. Sometimes I'm like, okay, this is awkward. Awkward. Okay. Orton. And then there are other times that it's like real chill. And then I, I, I don't think that it's an inconvenience because I do like the fact that you get to point A and to point B faster uh, when you land. Uh, I think it's an inconvenience when your jet's not ready and you're like sitting there going ten more minutes, okay? And you know, you're like, I just want to go, and they're looking at you because not only are we like, we're we're still like, how would I say? That's our soft skills. We need to make things run smooth. So, regardless of anything that we're still protecting you, we still need to be. They're counting on you to still make things, you know, run smooth. Um. So that idea, I got that right there. But then, you know, just just trying to figure it all. And everything's so different. Sometimes at every different airport, I don't mind it because I get to fly with my gun. But
0: it's kind of fun. But
1: <laughs> but <laughs> um. <laughs> So to me, I'm like, that's, that's the cool part. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. If on the jacket, yeah. you do to check it, I know to your side.
1: No, I uh, mean, and then you got, after that, then you got your team waiting for you and making sure that you get the luggage and you got to make sure you get every luggage of it and making sure that the picture matches with everything. And, you know, I just, I, I prefer it better than flying, um, you know, commercial because okay. if you go commercial, then I mean, obviously you do your carry-on bag with them, but you have to get to know the person that's there, where you go to where the drop off is, where you're going to get your principal into and out at arrival or departure. Like, what's the fastest way to get them to their their flight and where they're sitting, where you're sitting, and you're just like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> right. I think I think private private. Jen- Transportation of executives, I think that's going to blow up even more this year. I see it. Because executives, they don't they don't have time to be canceled, stranded at an airport waiting for a connection. And you've
1: seen a lot of cancellations lately.
0: That's why I fly JSX. I mean, JSX does not pay me to, shoot, to say that. So just so you guys know, I'm not endorsed by anybody. That's why we can talk about whatever. They're the one's paying for
1: anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But I'm... I don't want to be stuck at the airport. In fact, I, one guy told me about a flight he did from Medford to San Francisco. Well, the guy didn't make it to San Francisco because they had issues with weather. He got rerouted to Reno. They had to get a real car from Reno to drive to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate flying commercial. And I don't think it's going to get any better because they don't have the workforce that they used to have. Mm-hmm. And so, that's well, uh, why I sex.
1: They that they're just hiring anybody because they need to fill those positions. They need to fill. Mm-hmm. All, yeah, so, I mean, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't even want to fly anymore. But, I, I hate it. They're doing it in, in every position, like cops. We're doing it now for pilots? That's uh, scary. Yeah, I mean. What when night? they
0: trade on Call of Duty to fly a plane? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you know what You never know nowadays. I mean, or they YouTube it on a short and they got all their education from it and now they're an expert at it. So then they go on Instagram and now they're social media famous. So, I mean, I think we nailed it all there.
0: Wow. It's, the there we live in.
1: It's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Train on follow duty, you become an instant pilot or watch it on YouTube and get your certification and they'll mail it to you in the mail. Become a professional. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our new era of workforce. Um, I'll give you a shout out to my company, Ledlow Security Group, and then Ronan Training with Ron Frank from here, right there. You can see him. Him and I are business partners in the Ronan Training Academy. And you actually told me about an academy you went through for EP course that you really enjoyed. Feel free to share about that too. Um,
1: the high risk dignitary one. I mean, I've done so many. Uh, I, I you know what I've done. God, there's so many that I've done that I really love. I really want to do um, Joseph uh, uh He's he's pretty legit. I've been like looking at his stuff and I'm like, that's my goal this year is to get over there on on one of his trainings because I like to really refresh up on a lot of things and this industry is always changing and being a student, and learning some new things, I'm down. And his style is something that I really, really like.
0: You said something, Renee, you know, I want to touch on before we wrap uh-huh. this up. How is the industry changing as you see it? You've been on the ground for a couple of years now, year and a half. How are things changing in AP? What do you, what do you see in change at Chef right
1: now? I see it during, I see more corporate. I see a lot of shift in corporate right now. Um. I'm seeing that we need to also be very sensitive to our principal's needs. These guys don't like guns. They don't. And I mean, I'm sure if they Google me, they're like, oh, my God, she's a firearms instructor. But I'll tell you one thing. I am so respectful. I'm not here to sell guns on anybody. But like when I go work with a principal, they don't want you. Here's the thing. They don't want you to be armed. They don't. How do they say They hate guns. They want you to be armed, but they don't want to know that you are armed. But you can't have a gun, but you should have a gun because how are you going to protect me other than that? So it's like whenever I am with that principle and I have downtime, I never open up anything with my Instagram. Like if I need to work on some stuff, I never do that because I don't want to be caught like looking at guns or anything on my computer. Um, if I'm reading books, I read like a I bring a book to like read, but it makes sure that it's like nothing. To offend them, I guess you would say. Um, so as it's changing, I'd say that we really need to be more open-minded to be a little bit softer. And uh, softer. Customer, customer service, not that we want to, because we're hard people. We're like, really? You don't like a gun? Like, seriously, this is what protects you? But they have the money. They're the ones that are employing you. And they either like you or they don't like you. So you're going to have to be able to adjust and adapt to what their their feelings are like it or not this is what the society we live in it's all based on emotions we said that earlier in the podcast it's based on that so if we can't figure out you're not going to be working it so i mean and i see a lot of corporate i see celebrities but not as much anymore i think
0: it has changed
1: i mean it's maybe because i'm out of that world right now and i've been more into the corporate um you know
0: for so, more long-term you
1: think i think so i mean I'm, I'm kind of done doing the red carpet escort thingy and seeing celebrities. Half the time, I don't even know who they are. Um, <laughs> and I'm supposed to and I'm like, hmm? who? are like, they're like, played on that show. And I'm like, Go- yeah, I'm like, I need to Google it, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And then, then you get the ones that are really like hungry to be like in the red carpet in the shot in the picture and you're like, you're like, dude, that's not part of it. Like, you're making it look like a bad name. <laughs> but like, <laughs> So, no, I, I just really see that more corporate. I really see that there's a lot of um, things going that way. And even just professionals, professionals who have money are going to be hiring executive protection because of the way things are going right now with the
0: world. Just weird. It's weird out there.
1: Yeah. You're going to see more residential and uh, private gazed areas. I've I've seen that go up a lot right now.
0: So, yeah, like you said, the defunding of the police is gonna cause private security just to explode this next year. And then we have presidential election coming up. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be even more colorizing. Midterms were crazy, but I think it's gonna be because we got everything going on with the balloons and China going on mm-hmm. and America, the culture right know. Everybody's kind of heightened with what, like what's gonna happen next. And then Ukraine and Russia, that's all going until so everybody's got an element of fear in their heads right now, and they're just trying to survive and survive day by day in our country. And they're like, oh, so I think that's creating more pressure. We just kind of came out of COVID. Everybody's getting laid off. And so we have that issue. Everybody's about ready to lose their jobs. More layoffs coming. Well, not that so,
1: companies are hiring security and female.
0: So you, are you seeing a more ad hoc, like we're filling in, in for teams that aren't there anymore and they're hiring external teams to come in t- to add to the team that don't exist?
1: no i've there's so a lot of the corporate places or or places well, and you're just an addition to them just okay. just another layer because I'm you're sorry. still working with their security and their in-house security and you're just that other addition to it you know and yeah, that right. and that's really cool to see them bring that on um and and it's nice to be a part of something near um, being built on with these these new companies coming out saying, hey, this is what we would like to have, like an executive protection team. Like Apple has an executive protection team. Facebook has an executive protection team. So you're now seeing a lot of these tech companies. You're also seeing these big companies coming out saying, hey, we need our own executive protection team as well.
0: Yeah, shout out to Melinda. She just landed a big job there. Melinda Gilbert at Apple. So yeah. to her. She's shining, and then you got Monica that Rodriguez over there with uh, LinkedIn. She's that's great, like one of the top top ladies in the industry. So then, then so many ladies are trying to you know get some recognition out there. It's, for, it's do wonderful. It that's,
1: just, that's great. I love it. And those are some big names too. they're they actually really good role models. You know, I don't know them personally, but <laughs> I hear a lot about them. So I'm like, you go, girls. One day I'll get running. Going. <laughs>
0: yes back so R- renee do you have any parting words for the audience that you'd like to share that's on your mind that um any accepts advice
1: the best i could say is just be who you are and be true to yourself and have you know have a good work ethic network be humble um always learn always be a student you know and uh if you guys, need anything? I'm always available. Just know that if I don't answer you, I'm not ignoring you. Just give me some time. Uh, you can find me on my website at linestactics.com. You can look at me on Instagram and as well uh, follow me as Renee Stringer on LinkedIn.
0: All right, please follow those uh tips to where to find Renee. And also, if you're on YouTube, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our, our YouTube channel, and then we're on a simple cast as the Fearless Mindset Podcast. And give us a ranking, like five-star ranking. I think it is on the podcast platforms It help us with the rankings. This is up at a higher level. There's a lot of podcasters out there. So it helps make us an attractive show for drawing people like Renee, who time is money and hey. running multiple operations over there. It's like, hey, <laughs> come on to our show. Well, your show
1: sucks you don't have any rankings.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm so new to it. I don't even have a chance to read my comments on some of my things. So I'm, yeah. like, I, I'm trying to get all tech savvy too.
0: Right. And I need my team, my little nieces and nephew, teenagers to help you run all, all this stuff. But yeah, <laughs> that'd be helpful. But yeah, thanks for your time, Renania. Hey, thanks for welcome. coming Thank on you. the show. But- and it was a good talk. And I know the audience is going to really enjoy it.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: You bet. And thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on the next podcast.